Depends, okay. I saw Barbie raise spoilers. Anybody team no spoilers? Okay, all right, here we go. We got some team no spoilers. Well, for me personally, I am a person who loves to know how things are gonna end. I will be the person who will Google and read the end of the book, and this is to my husband's dismay. So we'll be sitting there and we'll be watching a movie and I get anxious and nervous because I don't know how it's gonna end, and so I like turn my body just enough <laughs> to Google <laughs> what's gonna happen, and it drives him crazy. He's like, can you just sit? Like, just sit and enjoy it. And I'm like, no, I can't. I like to know the beginning, the middle, and the end. I want to know how it's all going to play out so that I can truly enjoy. Well, this morning, we're going to look at the men who visited Jesus from the east and their willingness to trust the process, their willingness to trust the journey that laid in front of them. Last week, Matt talked a little bit about how Joseph and Mary had this willingness to trust God and his overarching plan. And then he tied it into history and how indigenous people and people in the slave community also did the same thing. They had a trust, a willingness to trust the plan that God had for them. They had a willingness to trust the process. And we see that here once again in the Magi, in the, in the men that visited Jesus. And I got to wondering, I wonder what kind of people they were. Did they want to know how the story ended? Did they know how the story would end? Now before we jump into our text, I want to give a little bit of context. So the first is, we don't know a ton, right, about the Magi. I, it's kind of funny as I've studied this, I realized um, all of the things that I knew about the wise men or the Magi were things that people had just told me. And things that we just inferred from, like, 12 verses. So what we do know and what we do speculate is that the Magi were connected to the stars in some way. They were maybe be astrologists, maybe astronomers, but in some way they understood stars. They knew how to study them. They recognized them. And the other thing is, is there are a number of different theories or ideas of where they came from. We know that they came from the east. We don't really necessarily know what part of the East they came from, but what we do know is that it wasn't just a quick day's trip. It wasn't just they like popped in the car and, or hopped on their camel and headed across the bridge, right? They, they had to travel for quite a distance. When they saw the star and they decided to go, they were going for a journey. It wasn't going to be something that was going to be quick. It wasn't going to be a start to finish where they knew how it began and ended in just a day's time. And so they, but they had to be willing to travel and to, to, to be led by a star. So Sarah read our scripture for us this morning, but I'm going to just refresh us and I'm going to start and we're going to read Matthew starting, uh, Matthew 2 starting in verse 1. And it says, in the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem asking, where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star in the east and have come to pay him homage. Now, as Sarah read, we have this, I, I didn't write the whole thing out. So between verses 2 and 9, King Herod gets upset. He wants to know, like, okay, where is this kid supposed to be born? He's king. 
and his throne and his mind is being threatened. So he says, he gets upset, we, we, what Sarah read for us, like we know that he goes and he finds out where he was born and then he sends the Magi on their way to go find Jesus, this King of the Jews. And so picking back up in verse 9, it says, When they heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen in the east until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening up their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, incense, and having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. As I prepared for this morning, there were a couple of different things that stood out to me with this interaction with the Magi. Things that I had never really paid attention to. As I mentioned before, I've read this story a bunch of times, but if I'm honest, I've just kind of read it start to finish because like anybody who loves spoilers, I have the beginning, the middle, and the end. Like I know that they leave from the east, they hang out with Herod for a hot minute, they find Jesus, and they go about their business. And so I never really paid attention. But what struck me the most as I was getting ready for this morning was the fact that the wise men and the man, they didn't know. They didn't know how the story was going to end. They didn't know what was going to happen when they left to follow a star. And I was struck by their willingness, the willingness to go, the willingness to trust the process, the willingness to trust the journey. They didn't know how long they'd be traveling for. They didn't know where the star was going to take them. They didn't know how the story was going to end. But what they did know was that they were supposed to go. They didn't read the end of the book or Google how the movie was supposed to end, and still they went. They had this willingness. And I wonder, what does their willingness to trust the journey mean for us? And how does it make us feel? After the Magi were sent on their way by King Herod, they were led again by a star. And once it stopped and they found Jesus, the Bible tells us that they were overwhelmed with joy. They didn't, it wasn't that they just had a little bit of joy, you know, like, oh, they were happy, but they were overwhelmed, like they were overtaken by joy. They had no idea that when they started this journey, it would lead them here. But when it did, they were reminded of how the journey was worth it. And as I thought about the Magi, I thought about us. I thought about our church. I thought about each one of you and your willingness to trust the process. Some of you, some of us have been here longer than others and have been through so many different stages of this church. And this willingness that you all have had to trust the process, to trust the journey. In the same way we're 
I've just imagined like we're like the Magi who have followed this star and it's made stops along the way and this journey has been long and there's not been a way to Google how it's going to end. But I don't know about you, but right now, it feels like the star has stopped. And I'm overcome with joy. The excitement that is in this space, the feeling of just joy and being bought in and life. And there's just this palpable energy. The second I walk through those doors, there is energy coming all around. And people are excited. We are excited. And I wonder if that's how the Magi felt. If, I, if we're getting a glimpse of how the Magi felt when the star stopped and they found Jesus. Was their joy a result of knowing that their long journey was worth all that went into it? And we've been on a journey as a church, but I also know that we've been on a journey as individuals. And I'm curious, like, maybe we're on a journey right now. As our own self, like, what might that journey be? Or maybe we're at the start of one. Or God is leading us to the start of a journey. Or maybe we're at the end of one. And what makes the journey worth it? Is there something in us that makes us resistant? Something that makes us want to step back, move away, like start, you know, you start down a trail and you think, we've got this, and then the first something happens and you're like, never mind. You back out. What makes the journey worth it? Do we have the willingness to trust? Because being willing to trust the journey, to trust the process, is not an easy one. It's really easy for us to say, like, oh, yeah, we've got that. Or, like, oh, yeah, I'm trusting God. But to truly trust, to not know what step might be in front of us next, that's scary. That's hard. And I have to imagine that the Magi struggled with that too. Like, I have to imagine at some point on their journey, one of them looked to the other person and was like, are, are, are we going to keep going? Like, there's no end in sight at this point. Like, you, you want to go back? Like, we got beds, food, water, whatever we might need. We, have comfort. we left the comfort of home to follow a star, and we don't know why. Or where it's taking us. <laughs> and not to mention the fact that originally the star didn't take them straight to Jesus. Right? Could you imagine? You show up. You're like, I've reached my destination. I'm here. You step in and you're like, I'm here to meet the king of the Jews. And they go, excuse me? Come. And you're like, oh, no. No, 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 no. And so they still... Like they knew their journey wasn't over and they got back on the camels and they kept going until that star stopped. That couldn't have been easy. 
I imagine they had some resistance. I know I do. As I mentioned before, like I love spoilers. So as you could imagine, going on journeys with God are a struggle for me. I like to know how things are going to end. And you know, I really love my journeys once they're over. I'm really good about looking back and being like, God, you're so good. But in the middle of it, nah, 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 nah. Looking for every possible exit. But I asked myself, what makes these journeys, like what makes me stay? And in those moments of resistance, in those moments of wanting to like peace out, what makes me stay the course? And, and for me, it's knowing that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That the same God who was with the Magi on their journey is with me. And their journey led them to a place where they felt overwhelmed with joy. And if that's the same God, then like, okay. I'm going to hold on to that. And that same God is, is with us. He's with you. As I mentioned, like, I, the Magi and their resistance, I had this, like, picture in my head of how the people around them might have responded. Like, could you imagine if, like, someone walked up to you and you were like, hey, so I've been studying the stars and I found this one and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow it. You might look at them like, uh, like Jacob's looking at me like right now, like a little confused, a little perplexed. You might question their sanity a little bit, like, oh, we're going we're gonna to follow a star? But they went, right? They still, they didn't let what other people thought of their journey. They didn't let the outside voices take over. They still willingly said yes. They still willingly went. Even if to everyone around them, it didn't make sense. The, often the journeys that we're on don't make sense to people around us. And it's really hard sometimes to continue to go down the path we're going down because of that. But I'm finding that just simply being willing to trust the process of whatever journey you're on is the key to going on the journey at all. Just that willingness, just that ability to say yes. If there's not willingness, then the journey won't happen. If we don't say, okay, then we're not going anywhere. If the wise men hadn't said yes and gotten on their camels or however they got there, they would never have followed the star, which would have led them to Herod, which would have led them to Jesus. And I'm learning <laughs> that, though not, that though not knowing how the journey will end makes me all sorts of uncomfortable. Not knowing actually makes the journey that much more meaningful. 
that there's an openness that comes with not knowing. I actually read a book for the first time without reading the end, like this past, this past couple of weeks. And I said to Jacob, I said, I hated not knowing how it was going to end. But the emotions that came up in me were so different because I had no idea where the journey was going to take me. I was so open to whatever was going to happen. And that's the same with us. This willingness to go on these journeys, and we might not know how they're going to end, but as we step forward in faith, there's an openness that happens. The emotions might overwhelm us, and sometimes we don't know what to do with them, and those make us want to go running for the hills. But hold on to that thing that makes the journey worth it for you. For me, it's knowing that God is the same as he was in the Bible, as he was yesterday, and he's the same today, and he will be the same for whatever is to come. What makes the journey worth it for you? What makes being willing to go worth it? It's sometimes it's just simply saying yes and being willing, and that's what carries us through. That's what carries us through as the resistance comes. That's what carries us through as the voices start to come and tear apart whatever journey we're on. I have this, I have to imagine, just because I think we can all say that when we go, we, where we start a journey, we never end the same. So I have to imagine that the journey that the wise men took, that has they, how they started, that they were very different by the end. But that change wouldn't have happened if they didn't have everything in the middle. And their willingness to go on that journey and their willingness to trust the process. My hope is that during this Advent season, that right now, maybe even today, that we are willing to trust the journey that God has laid before us. That we are willing to continue on the journey that is before us. That, may, that we may learn from the wise men and their willingness this Advent season. Will you pray with me? God, I thank you so much just for the fact that you are the same, that you do not change, that, that you are the God who led with a star, a group of men from the east, so that they could pay Jesus respect, that you are the same God who led them and you are the same God who leads us, that we have you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, 
to guide, to love, to lean on in these moments of resistance, in these moments of wanting to back, in these moments of going on the journeys that you have set before us. God, we thank you for the example of the Magi and their willingness to trust the process and their willingness to go on the journey. We give you glory and honor and name I pray. Amen.